Percy, should we invest time and resources in helping to promote healing and wellness in our physical being? Well, one thing for sure is that that is a popular market today that we all are understanding more about. But Wayne, there is credible evidence to support being better caretakers of our own bodies is within our reach and grasp. But certainly we should seek reputable information in doing so. So with that, let's talk about it. today. All right, we will. Coming up, a cancer patient who has taken up that personal challenge and is a strong advocate of others to do the same. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. I invite you to listen now to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. My name is Wayne Shepherd. I'm here with our host, who is Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Unleash Your God-Given Healing. That's the title of our conversation today. We're going to meet a very special author. Yes, we are. We're going to hear her story as she has journeyed through and around cancer and talk about her advocacy around taking better care of our bodies and being partners in the process of healing and health and wellness. And uh, she's going to give us some very interesting insights. So uh, let's uh, stay tuned for that today. Yep, It's coming up in just a moment here. Do you want to take us to Scripture as we start? Yes, sir. Our spiritual nugget of the day that will tie into this conversation is found in Exodus, the 23rd chapter, verse 25, and it reads as follows, And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. This scripture helps us to kind of understand that God will bless our environment and the things that we eat and digest. If we do our part and if we are mindful of the things that we are partaking, God will bless that and then he will help to take away sickness and disease out of our midst. So we're going to understand that a little bit better from the perspective of the person that we speak to today. Excellent. All right. Well, before we get to the interview, two reasons to contact our website. First, we have a free resource called Reducing Your Risk of Cancer. You can find this resource online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And then also go to that website to answer this week's question we'd like to pose to everyone who's listening. What lifestyle changes have you made to promote health and wellness? This will be interesting to have your response to this question. What lifestyle changes have you made to promote health and wellness? Answer at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on connect and then type in your response to us and they all get read as this one that you read from Norristown, Pennsylvania recently, Percy. Yes, sir. And the question that was asked, that was answered was, what was something you learned during your cancer journey? And the response was this, being faced with my potential mortality, I learned to figure out to place value on those things that really mattered the most in my life and de-emphasize or disregard altogether those areas that did not. Hopefully we learned that without cancer, but uh, it certainly is an important life lesson, isn't it? It is. It is indeed. Thank you so much for your response to our question of the week. Again, go to healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, a comprehensive cancer care network. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and then click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. 
Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Let's learn from our guest as Percy introduces her to us. I am super excited today, and you know I say that all the time with regard to uh, the guests that we have on the show because we speak to amazing people, people who have walked and gone through or are in the journey of cancer. And of course, I'm a member of that crowd and that group as well now. Uh, But today we're going to talk to Jenny Brandt, who is a breast cancer patient and who is still currently actively receiving treatment uh, for an aggressive form of breast cancer. Uh, She started her treatment at uh, Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Chicago and then transferred her care to Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Atlanta. And we are thrilled to have her here today. Welcome to the show, Jenny. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing great. I'm healthy. I'm thriving and I'm praising God for that. Well, I tell you, just off of that opening alone, we can just go ahead and have the benediction, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, what we want to do is we want to dig into a little bit of your story and and you are, you know, your resume and your bio that I have here is extensive with regard to many things that you are doing and have done. Uh, Namely is the fact that you have written a couple of books and one of the books that we want to highlight and ask you to discuss after we get into your story a little bit is a book entitled Unleash Your God-Given Healing. So as an author, uh, you've written a book and I think it speaks primarily and directly to the conversation of cancer and from your experience we'll talk about that but you've also been a counselor and a teacher and a adjunct professor for 32 years you've done a lot of different things but one of the things that I was interested in is in looking at your bio it said that your faith defines your life your devotion to your uh, to your family defines your character and I find that uh, as an anchor and as a basis uh, that that should uh, sum up who you are very profoundly. Let's talk about the day uh, specifically when you first were told that you had cancer and how did you feel when you heard that? Oh, it was tough, Percy, because it was four months after my mother had died from breast cancer. Wow. I was still grieving the loss of my mom. I found the lump by accident when my ring got tangled in my nightie in the middle of the night, my sister calls it the providence of God, Hmm. but I still didn't believe it was cancer. And when the doctor called my school, I was acting principal that day and told me it was cancer. I was in shock. And the first thing my husband did was pray over me and we cried together. The next week, more results came back and it was aggressive. And then I had an MRI And when that surgeon took me into his office, because I didn't believe what he was telling me, flashed my MRI up on a life-size screen and said, it looks like it's in your lymph nodes and in different parts of your body. I was totally devastated. But I say that to say this, whenever you get a diagnosis of a stage three or four cancer or an aggressive cancer, Mm -hmm. you need to get a second, even third opinion. Mm. And that's what we did. We had heard about Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I did not know it was integrative at the time. And I believe in integrative medicine. We flew up there immediately and fell in love with it. And when we got there, they they had two surgeons and two radiologists look 
at that MRI and they said, we know it looks bad. We know you're scared. But they said, we're not sure it's all over your body. Mm. It looks like something else is going on here. And that's why I believe in those second opinions. I even consulted with another hospital system and I, it was just that second opinion was very important. And I feel like God used what happened nearby mm -hmm. to get to the Cancer Treatment Centers of America because I believe in the integrative approach. And when I found out everything they were going to offer me, mm. it gave me such comfort. Okay. Well, you, you said several key things there, so I'm going to kind of synthesize a couple of very highlighted points and we talk about on, on this platform very often. And that is, number one, uh, reminding everyone, if you find yourself in a healthcare crisis, uh, you as a patient, regardless of where you choose to treat, you have a right to ask for a second or a third opinion. And so I appreciate you endorsing, uh, and I know that's a big part of your background just for other different reasons of talking about the freedoms and the rights that we have. As a patient, you have a right to ask for a second or third opinion, not be married to anyone's initial thoughts or reactions if you feel that there's a check in your spirit or you didn't feel right about the engagement or you just simply were not confident that, that it was as thorough as it should have been, get a second and or a third opinion. And many, many patients that I've served and supported over the years have actually exercised that. So thank you for reminding uh, this audience uh, that they have a right and a freedom to do just that. Insurance pays for it. Absolutely. So with that being said, uh, that is absolutely correct. And so that is your right to do so. So again, uh, you drive your bus, you pilot your plane, and you get to dictate uh, to a certain extent where, whom, and how you are treated. And so use that God-given right. Then the second thing that I, I want to just quickly highlight that you mentioned was coming to terms with and, and, and understanding the value of what is called integrative care, integrative services. Some people use the term integrative medicine. Uh, certainly that is a key element and component historically with Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And very quickly, it's just the, the, the school of thought of incorporating and amalgamating along with good clinical care other, yes. other supportive mechanisms mentally, emotionally, naturopathically, spiritually uh, that, that, that helps to support an individual through the process of the rigors of medical treatment and care. So thank you so much again for endorsing that principle and school of thought uh, and, and how that was helpful for you and how that really gave you a sense of comfort and hope. Uh, because part of what the journey is for all cancer patients is they're looking for hope. They're looking to be hopeful and they need to have something that provides uh, a sense of confidence in that. So I appreciate you sharing that as well. You know, cancer is an up and down roller coaster journey, as I say in my book. And when I found out I was going to have a nutritionist and a naturopathic doctor, like good fairies to guide me through the process, I was like, it just calmed me so much and it did give me hope and they were an integral part of my journey and that was not all that ctca did for me the customer service from the driver who picked me up at the airport to the uh, nurse's assistant who prayed with me and they didn't force any kind of prayer on me but so many people offered so many people held my hand the customer service was unbelievable at a time when i needed it and it is important that a cancer patient not get caught up 
in the fear. It's normal to be afraid when someone gives you a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. But what's important is you have to realize you have to get on top of those emotions because your emotions can help to drive that cancer if you let it. And I had to learn very quickly to rely on the promises of God, to meditate on his word, to turn my fears and concerns over to him through the power of prayer. Because Paul tells us in Philippians 4, 6 through 8, when you're in the middle of a trial, and let me tell you, cancer is a big, bad trial. When you're in the middle of it, you don't look at all the things around you and dwell on all the negatives. You pray about everything. You give thanks in everything. Mm. And you dwell on all of the good things that what's good, what's just, God's word, and it makes a difference in your healing because all of those things calm the emotional brain and allow your body to heal. And so on that note, because again, that that gives us a segue into really what I want to dig into. Uh, It sounds like that you're doing very well, as you stated in your opening, you know, discourse of, you know, you're you're thriving, you're you're responding, you're moving favorably in a direction of health, wellness and wholeness, even though you're still to a certain extent receiving uh, active treatment and care. You wrote a book. And again, let's let's get into the book here. And it's titled uh, so that we can help people to really understand Unleash Your God Giving given healing, unleash your God-given healing. And part of the focus, as I read on your website for this book, was what can one do to help their doctor beat this disease? Why did you write this book? What was the purpose of writing this book? That's a hoot. (laughs) When I was in Chicago before my first surgery, I was just, I just couldn't understand how a health nut like me, who was trying not to get cancer, got cancer. Mm. And I met with Pastor Sewell, one of your chaplains, and he said, Jenny, I know you're discouraged because your healthy lifestyle habits, not that I was perfect, Mm -hmm. did not prevent this cancer. But he said, I will tell you this, they will get you through the journey. And he was right. Then he said something else prophetic. He said, Jenny, you're an author and a speaker. Consider this a gift from God for you to help others. And you're not believe what I said in response to him. I said, but Pastor Eric, I I don't want this gift. (laughs) I was an unwilling participant at first. I didn't want people to know I had cancer. I didn't want to speak about it, much less write a book about it. And then he said, oh, Jenny, I can see the first page of your book. This is the book I never wanted to write. Mm. What's on the first page of my book? Well, with that, let's get into the book. And I'm glad that you went there. So, uh, uh, again, what I research is that the book contains eight steps to, from your perspective, and we want to be clear, uh, eight steps to prevent and survive cancer. And so with that, let's just take two or three chapters out of the book and just kind of give a highlight of of what one of uh, some of those chapters are saying and what are some of the uh, abiding principles that you want to extrapolate or you want your readers to extrapolate from from those chapters. Okay, let me say this. I'm going to dwell on exercise because it's one chapter you can download from my website just to see what the book's about. Oh, good. But no one told me to exercise during the cancer journey, but I did it from day one to relieve stress because I'm an avid exerciser. It helped me relieve stress. And then after my first surgery where I had over 100 stitches, 
I had all these tubes attached to my body I didn't know what to do with. And I wanted that catheter out. And the nurse said, if you can walk four rounds of the hospital floor by tomorrow morning, I'll take it out. I said, you're on. <laughs> that next morning at 6 a.m., I was ready to go. I, I did the four rounds. Mm -hmm. And it felt so good to move with all those poles and all that stuff behind me pulling it, right? Yeah. And I ended up walking a mile. And the nurses were, were cheering me on. And then it felt so good. I started the second mile and that nurse ran to my doctor, called her, my surgeon, Dr. Amin, and said, Miss France already done a mile on the hospital floor. We're not used to this. Mm. Should I stop her? And she said, no, as long as she has the energy mm. and the balance, it'll only promote healing in her body. It's interesting. I'm going to stop you right there. It's interesting that you bring this point up. I, um, I was, as the listeners know, I was diagnosed with uh, stage one uh, colon cancer. Uh, back in uh, 2000, uh, July 22nd of 2019. And one of the things that was said to me also is that as soon as you can get up, walk and walk as much as you possibly can. It'll help promote healing and recovery. Don't overdo it, but do what you can do. And so it's a very interesting point that I think is very contrary to probably what the average person's thought and perception is around healing and health after surgery, the last thing that anyone would think, I think, naturally is get up and try to do some sort of motion as much as your physical body will allow under the circumstances. So it's a good point that you bring up. Continue. Yeah. I walked away from that surgery. They, they removed all of my breast tubes you're supposed to babysit for a few weeks. They removed them all before I left the hospital. They said they rarely do that. Wow. I mean, it prevented blood clots. It got the anesthesia out of my body. It just, there's like 15 things mm -hmm. it did for my, mm -hmm. for my body. And then it didn't stop there. Mm -hmm. Before chemo, I said, well, you know, I'm going to walk two miles before chemo and two miles after chemo, if I can. I ended up doing that. So, so one chapter is focusing on exercise. Give us another chapter and an emphasis. Hydration. Now, my, um, my nutritionist told me to up my hydration. But hydration in and of itself, again, it helps the chemo to get to the cancer cells and helps the lymphatic system to move it out. Okay. We all need enough hydration. And my book goes into details hmm. on what proper hydration does for your body. And it was my own nutritionist at CTCA that recommended I up my hydration okay. before, during, and after chemo. So I had the water bottles lined up mm. while I'm getting my, my chemotherapy to make sure I up my hydration. So that was, that was key. Yeah. And then you look at rest. My um, cancer doctors told me at CTCA, with what we're doing to your body to kill this cancer, we need you to get sufficient rest. And then I find out in my research that when we rest and get deep sleep, a hormone goes off in our body called melatonin, mm -hmm. and it's a major immune builder. Our body detoxes and restores itself during deep sleep. It helps you get through the journey. What are you going to do? Mm. Continue to get deep sleep. So so these are things that, that theoretically people should be able to do. It's not anything that's 
that's out the box in any way. And again, I want to say just as a disclaimer from a legal perspective, make sure uh, this show is not intended to give any medical advice to anyone in any way. Everyone's experience with cancer can be and in most cases are uniquely different. And as a result of that, make sure that you have a discussion with your medical health care team with regard to anything regarding uh, any and all aspects of what concerns you so that you can be in line with and have an alignment with your medical care team. Having said that, uh, and get that out the way, um, let's do this. I want to shift gears just a little bit, and I want to, now that we kind of have a sense of what your book is is all about and designed to do, and thank you so much for, for that insight, is let's talk about the value, if you will, uh, and the importance from your perspective of being in a clinical environment, receiving good medical care. And again, I want to emphasize that we are not talking about doing anything as a as a substitute for, but we're talking about as an adjunct with. Again, that which will support, nurture, and buoy you while you are undergoing uh, medical treatment. Let's talk about how important and why is your personal faith uh, so important uh, key for you or was key for you in your process and your journey as a cancer patient? Well, it's very important. And the doctor who wrote commentary in my book is a well-known oncologist and medical researcher, because the one thing I had to realize up front was that what's the worst that can happen from this cancer journey? Okay. And that is, you know, it could be my ticket to heaven. Hmm. For the Christian, a ticket to heaven is not the worst thing in the world. That's... I just, as Billy Graham said, I change my address. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay. My concern with the cancer journey was that I would be disabled and that I would leave my husband behind because he told me if I left him behind, he would kill me. Mm, okay. And I told him the same thing. But what I learned during the journey is when you use your faith, I have three chapters on this in my book, to manage your emotions, mm. you're going to fare better because God has given us laughter and laughter promotes healing in the body, singing praises to God, concentrating on his word promotes healing in the body. Again, I said, gratitude and looking for the good, all these things promote healing in the body. If you can concentrate on his promises and his word, as Paul tells us, rather than the circumstances around you as a cancer patient, you're going to fare better. But again, I knew the worst that could happen to me was, this might be my ticket to heaven. Well, when you put it in that context, and it is important, uh, perspective and context is important to everything. And again, to be clear, uh, you know, from a Christian perspective, from a a Christian value system, you know, heaven ultimately is uh, the transitional lottery and jackpot for those who believe in uh, eternal life uh, and and spending uh, our eternity in the presence of our maker and our creator, it, it helps to really change the dynamic that I think is really key. And again, I've supported cancer patients spiritually for a long time. And a big part of what is essential is giving them scope, perspective, and something to focus on that then uh, I like to say it this way, that if if all we're doing is trying to fight to live so that we won't die, that we we really lose sight on the big picture. Uh, you know, I, I know you've done the same. I've cheated and read the end of the book, the Bible, and either way it goes, we win this thing. So <laughs> and and so with that, it it then can free up an individual mentally and emotionally 
then to channel all of their resources on just doing what they need to do from one day to the next. That is getting in the word, praising God, reminding themselves of the promises of God versus fearing the the spirit of death and dying that can preoccupy an individual and quite frankly exhaust you mentally and emotionally. So I think you raise a very uh, good point, and I'm glad to hear that that's also part uh, of the book itself. It sounds like this is going to be a great read. We want to encourage everyone uh, who are who are interested, uh, if you like, tell people how they can access you to get your book. Okay. The best way is to go to my cancer prevention blog at www.jennygiinnybrant.com. There you can sign up for my cancer prevention blog. You can buy the book. You can send me a message if you have a question. Mm-hmm. But I have to say this before we, we close. I, I, I was just amazed at this. When I started learning about the gut and how the gut is destroyed, just like antibiotics destroy the gut, chemotherapy destroyed the gut. And so I asked my naturopathic doctor, oh dear, what about my gut? And she said, oh, Jenny, we gave you something for that. Hmm. They had protected my gut all along by giving me different things. And I just cannot emphasize enough what the naturopathic doctor and the nutritionist and the whole team of doctors working together integratively Mm -hmm. is what saved my life. Well, and I appreciate you making the point for sure. And so, again, there is something to be said about a cohesive, a a communicative, integrative process where all of the members of the team are communicating with each other. We're not talking about siloed interaction and engagement all around the best interests of the patient. And so certainly uh, you're here to declare how that has worked for you. Last question with the few minutes that we have left, and I ask everyone this question to close the show, and uh, I'll ask you now, what is one thing that gives you hope or drives your hope or motivates your hope? Definitely. When I realized from all of my research that God created our bodies with the innate ability to heal itself. Hmm. That you can, someone like me can go through a cancer journey like this with surgery after surgery after surgery and the harshest of chemotherapy to kill the cancer, yet my body can afterwards, especially if I have the right lifestyle habits that enhances it, it can actually heal. And today you would not know that I had been through all of that. My immune system, Percy, did not get compromised from the chemo. Hmm. Six weeks after chemo was over, my doctors were just calling me their rock star cancer patient because all blood work was back within normal ranges that is rare. Hmm. But again, it was the lifestyle habits I was encouraged to do, the other ones I found out about, Mm -hmm. and the integrative approach, which is all based on the fact that God created the body to heal. Amen. Today you have heard from Virginia Jenny Brandt. Uh, she is a public speaker, uh, an advocate. She's a former educator. Uh, she's an author. She's written a book, uh, Unleash Your God-Given Healing. She is still currently an active treating cancer patient, uh, moving uh, further along and beyond an aggressive uh 
breast cancer diagnosis, originally diagnosed with that in April of 2015, and uh, an advocate and a voice in the community to say that God uh, is still in the healing business if we will simply partner and cooperate with him along with our medical team that uh, the potential of seeing great things happen to us uh, still uh, exists. And so today, thank you, Jenny, for being part of the show. Bless you, continued health, and may you continue to be a clarion call to anyone uh, that is interested in understanding that God is still sitting on the throne and we are still recipients of his blessings. Thank you, Percy, and thank you, Ginny, Ginny Brand here, our guest today on Health, Hope, and Inspiration with locations in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers offering an integrated approach that combines surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, immunotherapy, and advancements in precision medicine with supportive therapies to manage side effects and enhance quality of life during treatment and into survivorship. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options at 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. Percy, as always, thank you for bringing such interesting people for us to learn from here as we listen to their stories. Well, Jeannie is, uh, you know, she's a she's a firecracker. And of course, she's a, a longtime educator, adjunct college professor. So she's all about teaching and learning information, gathering information and sharing information. And that was a part of how she utilized her process as being a cancer patient. She's written a couple of books. Uh, you know, one particular book of Unleash Your God-Given Healing and from her perspective, from some things that she felt that she's learned along the way that that she shares with others, uh, potentially being a partner uh, in our process of health and wellness and, and being engaged uh, and not just sitting uh, passively by waiting for things to happen to us. And so what I enjoyed about uh, this conversation more than anything else, she talked about engagement, empowerment, doing something, being involved. Uh, and not feeling like a victim. And she certainly uh, is living that lifestyle as she promotes uh, the schools of thought that were discussed in this conversation. Yeah, you often ask people where they were when they got the news of their cancer diagnosis. And for this lady, her mother had died of the same disease just a few months prior to her diagnosis. What a, what a situation, huh? Yeah, so that had to be tough. And she definitely uh, expressed the fact that, you know, trying to transition and work through still grieving uh, of her mom of the same type of cancer. Here she is now diagnosed with that. And she admitted uh, that, again, dealing with that, that she was in shock, that she yeah. was shocked. Yep. And that, you know, the first thing that she and her husband did is that uh, or her husband prayed over her, but they prayed together. And then she said that they cried together because she was totally at that moment devastated. Mm. She was experiencing that emotional feeling. And we talk about this, Wayne, that every day as a believer walking through a challenge of sickness, disease, and cancer, you're not always on top of the mountain every day. There are days that you are in the valley and you have to work through that. You have to process through that. Yeah. Well, we're so pleased that she found uh, such good care at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. One of the things that she appreciated was the integrative approach to cancer care, which we talk about quite often. She did, again, and I would imagine because of the mindset of an educator and a teacher, uh, one of the things that was intriguing to her as she probably was doing some homework 
is, is embracing the idea of integrative concepts. And we've talked about often here and integrative in the context of amalgamating and utilizing uh, other supportive care, uh, schools of thought, nutrition, uh, naturopathic uh, substances, behavioral science in terms of mind and body and, and helping people to work through their emotions and, of course, spiritual care. Uh, again, part of the Cancer Treatment Centers of America model is that we have that all integrated into the model of clinical care, not a substitute or replacement for, but an adjunct to to support cancer patients to help them cope and manage through some of the difficult rigors of being a cancer patient. And that that was very much something that was on her radar that was she was intrigued by and pleased about. And I would assume helped her to make the decision to choose to treat at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And she yeah. felt that her experience was very beneficial yeah. in that regard. Well, there was more that we learned from Virginia. And let me encourage you, if you were uh, listening, but maybe you want to go back and re-listen, this is one of those interviews that you can just sort of, you know, hit the rewind button, as they used to say, and go back and, <laughs> and listen again to Virginia Brand here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Any final thing you want to say about the conversation with Jenny? Well, that's for sure. The last thing that I'll simply say is, again, uh, what I gleaned from her was, again, knowledge is power. You know, learn as much as you can, embrace as much information as you can, and then uh, uh, enable yourself with things that you can do that will allow you to become a partner in your process of health and wellness. I believe that God is holding us accountable as well to what we do and how we do it. And in many cases, we're saying that we're waiting on the Lord and the Lord may very well be saying, no, I'm actually waiting on you. <laughs> so again, when we understand that dynamic, the takeaway here at the end of the day is helping to unleash uh, our God-given healing by doing our part and owning up to the things that we can manage while we also work in conjunction with good medical treatment and care. Well, there's more in our program notes at healthhopeandinspiration.com. There's also our free resource for you to download, Reducing Your Risk of Cancer. Mm -hmm. And there's our question of the week. We'd love to have your response to what lifestyle changes have you made to promote health and wellness? Answer at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Our inspiration always, we acknowledge this comes from God's word and you always are faithful to share it with us. Take us back to that passage, Percy. So as we quickly close here, our spiritual nugget that we started with, we close with Exodus, the 23rd chapter, verse 25, and it reads, and ye shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. In other words, the things that we are ingesting, the things that we take into our system as we serve God, we need to be mindful of that and God will bless that. Uh, and I, being God, will take sickness away from thee in the midst of thee. So today be encouraged that we must take ownership of our healthcare process, be partners and participants. And as we work with God, we are not God, but we are in conjunction with the efforts on our behalf as we continue to be healthy, to be whole, and to be inspired. Be well today. God bless. Thank you so much. That's Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Percy, until next time, we'll see you then. Yes, sir. We've got work to do. Let's keep chopping the wood. God bless. This has been Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America.
If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with past pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.